Hello and welcome to Encounter Church Cape Town. We're so excited that you can join us for this message and we speak God's abundant blessing upon you, your families and all of your spheres of influence as you do so. Enjoy as you engage with God. And my, the main thing that I really want to challenge us on and to, to speak into is what season are we in? And this is something you'll actually see if you, when you do read the newsletter, that it's even something I've, I've put in there just to, to start off with, is the importance of us actually understanding the seasons that we are in and recognizing what God is doing. Now, Alfred actually shared quite well there in saying that, you know, just setting some of that background and that we're not just looking at the sort of realities or the, the, the natural realities of the world around us, but that we are actually more aware of what God is doing and what is happening in the spiritual realm and what yeah what what heaven is all about right now than we are about those other other kinds of realities and so recognizing the the signs of the spiritual season that we're in is is very important and it was actually um steve backland who is a, a leader at bethel church and he leads the uh, bethel leaders network um he's a few of us from our leadership team did a a, a course with with him uh, a few years back and one of the key things that he kept saying to us as leaders was recognize the season that you're in and understand what God is doing in the season. Because we go through seasons and not everything is always the same. It's, there's different times and it's almost like recognizing when God has a particular grace for something that's happening in this time. And then you go after that and it like fuels you for that. Or just, yeah, just recognizing the ebbs and flows of seasons and being aware of that. And it's... Um, and I think that's a very, very good lesson for us to, to have as well in life. Last week I spoke about discernment and the importance of, um, yeah, of, of being so aware of, of spiritually what is God doing, what is happening right now. Being, being more aware of what God is doing in our times than what the devil is planning to do or those things around us. Eh? Um, and also being more confident in what God is doing and our ability to be led by the Holy Spirit than the devil's ability to deceive us and distract us and take us off course. So, yeah, so it's important things. Now, interestingly, um, it's also Steve Backland who gave a prophetic word to myself and to Colin and another friend of ours when we visited uh, Bethel Church a few years back. And we, we had a time of, of meeting with Steve in person and he actually prayed for us and he, he spoke a prophetic word. And one of the key things was that he said, uh, he said over me and Colin, he said, I see you guys as the sons of Issachar. He said, and you and your ministry. Um, so speaking it out over us. So I want to just pick up on this thing because does anyone, has anyone heard of the, well, the, the men of Issachar, yeah. of the tribe in the, in the Bible? There's a very short little description in 1 Chronicles 12 verse 32 that says that they were men who understood the times and the seasons, and knew what Israel should do. Okay, really interesting. And that's, that's actually all it really says about them specifically in the Bible. And I've gone into look into that a little bit more. So who were these guys and what was this about? And, and really what we could see in today's language, we would put it like this, probably a grace or an anointing upon that particular tribe for discernment, for wisdom, or for understanding and for knowledge, something that you know that would actually bring direction, bring encouragement, 
bring clarity to what the entire people of Israel should should be doing. And so, um, and there's actually quite a quite a big group, quite a big tribe, and they said that there was probably around two hundred clans within that tribe, which meant that the leaders of those clans would be gathered to actually be consulted with by the kings and the leaders of Israel. Um, and because they were recognized as people who would give insight and yeah, direction into what was happening. So, yeah, quite, quite interesting. And, um, and, and so, yeah, this is actually a word that's been given over our church, over Encounter as well. Um, okay, we're doing that again. <laughs> that's my phone. Um, yeah, so this sense of, you know, being a people who would understand the times and the seasons and knew what Israel was to do, like to, to know also how to respond, not just recognizing the seasons, but to know, to be a people who would know how to respond in those seasons. Um, and yeah, Steve also continued to say that, that we would have an, an intuitiveness about what is needed. That's a, a spiritual intuitiveness, so a grace of God to understand what is, is needed in that particular season. So I just want to share a few things um, yeah, just very briefly this morning, just to give us some indication of what I feel the season we're in um, right now and what I feel God's saying. And uh, it's, it's not to say this is everything, but this is what, I've just, what I feel he's been saying recently. The first thing is that we're in a season of spring. Now that maybe seems, well, okay, that's obvious, Brendan. We've just started, we've just started spring in South Africa right now. So yes, we're in a season of spring. But the interesting thing is, so a couple of things on this is that... Um, yeah, I received a prophetic word on, on Friday night um, just with, uh, with a group of pastors who were receiving some ministry and prayer. And they also spoke about the season of springtime. So I thought, well, okay, that got my attention. And then at this gathering where we were, they actually had these beautiful paintings around the room of the four different seasons. And then a description under that as well. And I was looking around and just sort of, you know, looking at the different things, uh, the, these different artworks. And... I was really drawn to the one on spring. And then I'd gone out and got his prophetic word and I came back and I was like, let me have a look at that one on spring again and sort of see what is it about this. And um, and firstly, I mean, it was a beautiful painting and I can actually, I've got a photo of it, so I can put it on the group afterwards so you can all have a look at that. Um, and the, yeah, just there were a few things in that, but recognizing that, Actually, this is a season, and it was described in that as a season of growth, a season of favor, and a season of flourishing. So this is something that I'm feeling like God is speaking into. Peter mentioned this morning as well about just seeing the, what is it that's flourishing in your garden at the moment? The trees up the driveway. Okay. What did I say the trees were? It begins with a P. Prunus. Prunus. Prunus trees, okay, that are blooming right now. Okay, that's incredible, just for a season, right? So it's a season of that. But just, yeah, just, just thinking about that again, a season of flourishing, a season of favor, a season of, of, uh, of yeah, fresh growth as well. And I feel that's, that's part of this, the season that we're in um, right now is to see, just to see something that is shifting, that's changing, that we're moving into that. It's not just aligned with the, the natural seasons that we see. I'm feeling this spiritually that we're coming into this, this time of, um, yeah, of, of fresh favor, fresh growth, and a season of, of flourishing. 
So, yeah, I want to speak that out and want to keep praying into that and keep keep going after that. The other other key thing is that last week was also the the well the festival that marks the the start of the spiritual new year or the biblical new year, Rosh Hashanah, um, which is also known as the Feast of Trumpets, and that's another significant time. It almost lined up exactly with start of springtime here. Now, if you think about, so in the Northern Hemisphere, it isn't like that. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it's more the start of autumn there. So it's not supposed to line up with the springtime specifically. It's not linked with that. But that festival around uh, about the, you know, the Feast of Trumpets, it marks the beginning of a new like, biblical year for the, well, for the people of Israel. And it's the way that God ordained it. Now, interestingly, if you know the, the biblical calendar and the way that the months work, it's actually the start of the seventh month in the biblical calendar. So God said, celebrate the start of like a new year in month seven, yeah, sure. which is kind of strange. You think, well, why wasn't it in month one? Like, but it, it's, it's a picture of different things. I don't have all the revelation on that, but I believe that there's, there's so many different things. And it's also because God's always a God of new beginnings and new starts, but he ordained an order of in which things happen and and this was his order we also know that the seventh is a holy number so that seven always represents holiness represents god it's actually god's month it's like it's god's time and he ordains a start of a whole new year within that time which is which is interesting and um there's there's other big festivals that happen in the seventh month as well there's the um Yom Kippur, which is the day uh, of of atonement, uh, which is yeah, a day of fasting and prayer and repentance. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's the festival of Sukkot, which is the Feast of Tabernacles, which is like actually the wedding feast, which is a, a picture and a representation of Jesus coming back for his bride. Yeah? And, that, and the wedding feast that will still happen. And I want to just share something because I was really drawn to this, the, the Feast of Trumpets and the Trumpet Blast. And I want to speak, you know, now just a little bit and share, look at, uh, at two, two scriptures just that speak about the Trumpet Blast. And, in, you know, just speaking into that in terms of this a new season and the start of a new season that we're in. Because I believe even just spiritually, that's the time that we actually find ourselves in right now. So just to look at Romans 13, verse 11. Yeah, so I've actually specifically chosen here the two uh, New Testament scriptures that speak into this. So we can see that there's, you know, what, what is some of the prophetic fulfillment of this and also the, the sense of the timing. So Romans thirteen eleven says, And do this understanding the present time. The hour has already come for you to wake up from your slumber because our salvation is nearer now than when we first believed. The night is nearly over. The day is almost here. It goes on to many things. But the, 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 the trumpet blast is all about the awakening. It's about the awakening of whatever has been dead, dormant, that needs to come to life. And uh, an awakening from slumber even. Eh? Awakening from, um, from, from the sleep. It's... There's actually cross-references here with even Jesus declaring to Lazarus, Lazarus, come forth. But he, Jesus also said to people when they said, didn't you know that Lazarus has died? And he said, no, he's not dead. He's just 
asleep. Okay? And then Jesus went almost literally as that trumpet blast. That's what the, the references are saying here. And he spoke that Lazarus come forth. It was like the trumpet blast. And he came alive. He, he woke up from his slumber. But he actually literally rose from, from the grave. Yeah? So, um, yeah, so that's, that's actually this picture of what we're getting in the season is this like even things that have been dead or seemingly dead. Jesus is saying, no, they've just been asleep, but I'm going to bring them back to life again. So this is a season that we're in now of coming alive again, waking up or even waking up the things that have been dead. And a lot of our worship, even this morning <coughs> and last week, I noticed there were lots of songs, lots of words that were speaking about like the dead coming to life. The, even today, it was like reviving the dry bones, yeah? the breath of God blowing over those, the dry bones, even bringing life, bringing restoration, bringing um, healing and wholeness again. Then I want to look at Ephesians 5, verse 14. And it says here, this is why it is said, Wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. Be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Okay, and I'm just taking that little portion here. Now, it's quite interesting because... It says here, this is why it is said, wake up, sleeper, rise from the dead, and Christ will shine on you. It's actually not a specific reference to an Old Testament scripture or prophecy that we have recorded. And some of the scholars think that it might have been a song, or it might have been um, a hymn, or it might have been a, a prayer, or something that was well known in the church at that time. But we don't have a record of it. But it, it's stated as if it's actually like somewhere in the Bible already. So it was something that was written to this church that they would have known about. But the, it actually combines a few different spiritual understandings and other sort of scriptures and passages about the sense of it's time to wake up. Wake up, sleeper. Arise from the dead and Christ will shine on you. One of those references there, cross-references, is Isaiah 60. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord rises upon you. So that's, I'm just painting a picture of like a few things that relate to the season that we're in. Okay? The time of arising, time of coming alive, time of awakening, and, and a time of um, Christ shining upon us, and then us being that light um, that transforms the, the darkness um, around us. And I like how it goes on to then say as well, you know, be careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, <laughs> and make the most of every opportunity. Feel like that is the season that we're in as well to recognize that yes there are dark times around us there are some real challenges and there is darkness and there's troubles and challenge you know, you know severe challenges and a lot of things that are evil in our day but this is a time for us to arise this is not a time for the church to be dormant and or a winter time of hibernation it maybe has felt like that, and in many things, I think many things have been put on hold, or been dormant, or been asleep for a long time. But I want to speak prophetically, say that we've now come into, and are coming into a season of arising, okay? awakening. It's time, this is not just for us as the encounter, but it is as well. <coughs> but it's for the church, I feel. This is the season that, we, that we're in, that we've entered into, that has begun now. The trumpet blast we have heard. Okay, it is here, and it is time for us to listen up for that trumpet and be awakened to come alive. Um, 
that's our, our slogan even, you know, as a church that we've had for a while now. It says, come alive. And just, I don't know, just that simplicity of that. That's what Jesus does. He takes us from death. He brings life. And this is a season to come alive. And to come alive again, because I'm speaking to myself as well. I need to be revived. I need to, you know, I, I want more of God. And I need these times of refreshing. I've, I, I mentioned that I was at a time with some leaders over the last, last couple of days. And that was just so refreshing for me, just to have a time of, of prayer and input and worship and prophecy with others, which was, was really, uh, really beneficial. And I want to encourage us and challenge us. Let's find those times each of us to just be revived right now that we we all need it um, but it's a season for that so that's what i'm going to say i've said in faith that this is a season for that so let's do that in the season of awakening and coming alive let's trust god for even more of an awakening in us and those around us that we know that definitely need that as well um, and whether they need, know that they need it or not but we can pray that and speak that uh, speak that out and I want to just to end on, on one testimony. Um, and yeah, for me, I suddenly realized this week that this time and the season of, um, of the, the trumpet blast or the Feast of Trumpets is actually really significant. And there's a testimony I have of when I was, I was healed from chronic fatigue syndrome. Um, and it actually happened very specifically at this time of the year, many years ago now. Um, but it was it was interesting. I was actually at my parents' church at the at the time, and my dad had preached a word, also something related to the feast of trumpets and the trumpet blast. And I think it was when we got home uh, that evening. I think it was that my mom had actually felt that my mom and dad needed to come and pray for me and actually speak this word over me, like actually declare it, because I was in the season of yeah, just ill health, sickness, weakness. And they just felt to declare this and say, this is the, like the trumpet blast over you right now. Like, come alive. Like, it's time to wake up again. Like, wake. And they actually literally just declared that over me. Like, wake up, oh sleeper. Like, wake up. And speaking it into my spirit. Um, and it, I didn't notice a massive change right then. But my parents said that actually from, like, from that time on, they could see in my eyes that something had changed, like there was new life or there was clarity, there was freshness. And the testimony of that is that, so that was like roughly this time of the year, like September, that by November I was already going for job interviews and was in a place to look for jobs and then eventually started work at the beginning of that next year. So it was, I was healed at that time, <laughs> that specific time, you know. And so, yeah, so that's, that's just an incredible thing, but it just reminded me again this week of the trumpet blast, declaring these things, declaring what God is doing, and recognizing the seasons that we're in. Like, I think just my parents being aware of, hang on, this is a season when we can call dead things to life. You know? um, yeah, so that's an encouragement for us. When we know this is the season for that, let's, let's do it and let's go after that. Good, we're going to end there for now. Um, I know that's a bit of, maybe a bit of a harsh ending, but uh, <laughs> yeah, but we can take it with us and uh, I encourage you just to apply that to the areas of your life as well and to pray together with friends or with others. If you are wanting more refreshing, 
you know, ask others to gather with you or to pray with you, to support you in that time of refreshing. Um, yeah, we've been having wonderful worship times here. You know, as we gather again, there are these times of refreshing. Just come and receive God's goodness and, um, yeah, and, and gather others around you where you need that too. Let's pray. Jesus, we thank you for this new season that we've entered into. We thank you for the spiritual springtime for us as a church right now and for the church in general. We just speak your favor and your flourishing upon us in Jesus' name. Amen. Yeah, we just speak life right now as well. We speak to anything that's been dormant or lost or dead or or broken in this in this past season and we call it to life now in the name of Jesus we speak new life healing and restoration over every one of us here in Jesus name and we speak it upon your bride we speak it upon the church that this is a season to arise again a season to come to life again a season to arise and to shine yeah we thank you for what you've done and we thank you for what you're still doing we thank you that this is not the end of the story yet for what we've been through in the last two years, what the whole world has been going through in the last couple of years. Jesus, this is not the end of the story. You have more. We just speak life right now in Jesus' name. New life. Yeah, let us be the people who would arise and shine. And shine your light. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Great. Thank you, guys. Hope you've enjoyed this morning. It's quite full.